What's going on, Bulls fans? I know the stream's like 20 minutes live earlier than scheduled, but I couldn't. First of all, let's go, Bulls. First of all, the Bulls showing up, showing why we have the number one and number three fourth quarter scores in the league, showing up big time. But it wasn't just about Levine and, and Io. I'm sorry, Levine and uh, DeRozan out there. Io showed up big. Ball, who missed three open threes in the last game in the fourth quarter, had an open three, knocked it down to help seal this victory. Overall, this was a great team win. Um, look, I, I don't know. Let me know in the chat if anyone who's watching this live, has there ever been a history or anything between Zoe and Harden? Because I don't know, maybe maybe Harden was just frustrated with this play, but it seemed like it like Harden got a little testy. If you look, there are a couple of little shoves afterwards and stuff, just, just a little hand place. We're not saying anything dirty. But uh, James Harden, 5 for 21 in this game with only 14 points. Kevin Durant with 28 points, but on tw it took 26 shots to get those 28 points from Kevin Durant. The Bulls played excellent defense down the stretch in this game. Um, and that's that's what you want to see from the team. And that's why this team can beat anyone, is the fact that when they are showing up, when they are playing hard and when they're focused on both sides of the ball, we have the fourth quarter scoring, right? We have the clutch scores. We have the scores over the course of the game. But we have that different level of intensity we can kick it in into um, when it comes to defense, uh, especially in key games. This was a great game to see. Io Desumu with a plus the highest plus minus of any Bulls player out there. He played 23 minutes, a plus minus of plus 16, very well filling that Caruso role. Caruso uh, had uh, the highest plus minus, I think, in the last Bulls game. Io is showing that he's a player. And as much as I have been on the on the camp of we should not trade Kobe because Kobe is going to be our bench scorer. We need that scoring. The way Io is, is evolving, and we see him evolving every game. And like I said in the halftime hangout, is that that's what you want to see from in a game where you're missing two of well your best bench player uh, and as well as a starter who's been a starter since Patrick Williams went out. You want to see these players how they respond. Io showed up great. Tony Bradley with some really big defensive plays and blocks down the stretch. Derrick Jones Jr. with some great defensive plays out there as well and blocks out there as well. And Troy Brown Jr., somebody who in the hangouts, a lot of the people in it said that they did not, you know, uh, Troy Brown Jr. should not be getting meaningful minutes, played 13 minutes this game, did not shoot the ball well at all, one for four, but had a plus minus of plus seven and showed some great passing out there and as well as some some key defensive uh, possessions out there. This was Awesome, awesome, awesome win from our Chicago Bulls. And I can't say enough and stress enough about how just important a win like this is. DeMar DeRozan, Kevin, uh, not Kevin Durant, DeMar DeRozan, uh, Zach Levine combining for 60 points in this game. And it just went, as the game got down the stretch, you saw they were getting frustrated out there. But DeMar, was he, he was going to go out there and do his thing. And Levine, again, playing a game that's calm, cool, and collected. Only shot nine for 20, right? But had 30 points and was 11 from 13 from the free throw line. That is huge. And he's learning that from DeMar DeRozan. Let's keep that in mind. Zach Levine has not been, he's always shot well from the free throw line, but he's not historically been a player that is good at getting to the line, especially in crunch minutes. He's learning that from DeMar DeRozan, and he showed it in this game. Levine is learning how to let the game come to him. He's learning that how you can take over the game, even if your shot's not falling. He played great with his head up on defense today, but to score 31 points on 20 shots 
and 11 of those points coming from the free throw line. He was two from nine from, from three-pointer. That is a that is a solid game. If you're going to have an off-shooting night, that's the kind of night that you want to have, especially getting hot from the three-pointer. DeMar DeRozan, our ace, right? The, the leader in the league in fourth quarter points scored. 13 for 24, 29 points, but had a plus minus a negative one. The bench, and this is the thing that we need to that we do need to give credit to, especially me. I've been saying and I've been harping on so long that the Bulls bench needs to show up. We are we are very low in the league when it comes to um bench scoring, but the fact that our bench, the bench players showed up tonight. They played with heart and grit and determination. Uh Alizé Johnson didn't get any minutes in the second half, but primarily Derrick Jones Jr. with 33 minutes off the bench. Uh, he did start in the in the second half with Caruso being out. Troy Brown uh Jr. with 13 point I mean 13 minutes off the bench. Tony Bradley had seven minutes, but it was a key seven minutes. He had a plus minus of plus five and Io DeSumo with a plus minus of plus six and 23 minutes off the bench. Our bench players showed up tonight and they played with a lot of heart, a lot of determination, and they did not want to let this Bulls team lose just as much as the starters did. When you look at the bench, the bench, every starter had a had a negative plus minus. Every bench player that played tonight had a positive plus minus. That is huge when you talk about building chemistry, building um, just everything with, with the team and determination. This was a great, great game from the Chicago Bulls. Yes, it wasn't a perfect game. Yes, they did some things, especially in the first uh, half and coming into the third quarter that were questionable. But at the end of the day, they faced that adversity and they were able to pull it together and get a great win. A great win. Let's go ahead. I'm going to start going to the comments. Uh, we're going to go through that one by one. I know we're all excited. Uh, JDH, wow, we won. Took down NYC one team at a time. Never would have thought this at the beginning of the season. The, this Bulls team is exceeding all expectations. They're even exceeding expectations of, of Bulls fans, right? I, I came into this season saying 45, we can probably get to 50. We're on that 54, 55 game stretch. And I know I saw the comment. I don't remember where it is now, but we'll get into it because somebody called the Bulls winning 58 games. It's Key Isaac Epps. And we're going to get to his comment because, whoo, I'm telling you, if Key, I'm telling you, if you're right with that, I'm going, I'm going to record myself drinking myself stupid drunk. If the Bulls get to 58 wins this season, JDH, I must be dreaming this. This is great, man. This is great. This is awesome. Awesome. One team at a time. You're absolutely right, MC season. That's we the this team, man. I'll tell you what, this team, I I fucking love this team. And I'm sorry, this the stream may get demonetized because I curse. I don't know, but I don't give a damn. This team, man. The way that this team is playing, the heart in which we play, and the determination in which we play, this is a Chicago Bulls team through and through. This is what you want to see from your team. I don't know what else. They're not going to win every game, right? I don't know what else you can you can possibly want. But what I want from this team, a team that, that is in every game, a team that plays with determination, a team that no longer is getting blown out um, or that you question their heart or their focus or how they're coached, all those questions are going away, and I can't could not be happier as a Bulls fan. I, th that's all I can say. This game, man, especially once Caruso went down, it looked, I, I, I didn't know what we were going to be able to do, if we were going to be able to do anything with it. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to act like I, once, once it came down to what it came down to and there was a chance of us losing Caruso, I did not know how to feel. I did not know what to expect, but I'm glad that our team, our Chicago Bulls team is showing that this season, this is not last season. This is not last season's Bulls. This is not the, the leadership from last season. This team has so much more heart 
Um, and they play with an intelligence and a level of calmness that you we haven't seen. We have not seen in so long from this team. I'm sorry, I'm just getting some things together with the stream. Um, <clears throat> hold on. All right. But yeah, just great. A great, great game from our, our Chicago Bulls. Let's move on to the next comment. Great team effort tonight. I love to see it. And Zoe was clutch with that. Listen, I'm telling you, you got to trust. Yes, Zoe, Zoe had a cold game. If Zoe's game was better, we Bulls probably would have um, won this game more easy. But the fact that Zoe, the team still showed confidence in him, right? Zoe missing three open threes last game that would have kind of sealed the deal to this game. Coming in, still not playing the great, not shooting the best. He played amazing on defense. Great defense on James Harden, by the way, tonight from Zoe. But the fact that he showed that he has ice in his veins, well, ice water in the veins, is that what they say? And knocked down that three. That was a key, key to us sealing this game. All right, Key Isaac Epps, you are absolutely right, bro. Um, listen, if you if you 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 called it if that happens, man. From your mouth to God's ear. Stop playing with us. Lonzo shot sealed it. My bulls. Heart love my bulls. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. The audio and video are out of sync. God damn it. What's happening? How bad is it out of sync? Uh, let me know. I'm sorry. I'm just getting to this comment. Hopefully he caught up. I was huge this game. Love the Rook. Absolutely. Love this team. Love it. Great win, shorthanded. Absolutely. Let's go, Bulls. Harden's legs were gone. Man. Yeah, they are, they were coming off a of back-to-back, so let's let's do acknowledge that. But outside of the just coming off the back-to-back, they uh, Zoe played amazing defense on Harden. Amazing defense. Amazing defense. Little out of sync. I appreciate it. Let me know if it's still out of sync. Let me go to these more recent comments. I know this is a little while. Ain't synced. All right, let me know. I'm to the most recent comments. I just scroll down. Are the audio and video out of sync still? Let me know if they are and if how bad they are. Is it is it distracting to where you can't watch the stream? Because if so, I may have to stop it and restart it. Let me know how bad it is, please. Um, so I'll be looking out for that. But I, otherwise, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going right now, uh, with without it. But I'll be looking for it. Um, we officially own LA and New York. Listen, we may damn near own the league and definitely the Eastern Conference. Zoe killed the game absolutely. Io Io was all over the court, all over the court. With, with blocks and everything else, like steals, knocking the ball out loose, everything, everything that he did, everything that he did. Um, yeah, it still is. It ain't bad, though. Okay, I apologize that it's out of sync. Honestly, I'm going to tell you, a little peek behind the scenes. I haven't restarted my computer in probably a week, and that's probably just what it is because I have a custom-built PC um, for this specifically. That's why I only stream from this side of the studio, but I haven't restarted the computer in like a week, and for anyone who does knows computers, if you don't do that, it can it can cause some things to happen if we can make a move with Kobe and someone else it has to be done because we're definitely trying to win that we're absolutely trying to win now and that's the thing I my thing on not trading Kobe has only been that it's we don't need to trade Kobe to fill in what we need with the four um especially because we need more bench scoring right we you you can't be that lone bench scoring and make a significant run but I'm not saying that for the right deal I just with Kobe's trade values at an all-time low I don't know how much they can really get for Kobe right now. That's just honest. Even even though I would like to see them play because I'll keep Kobe because I do think believe in Kobe's potential, especially now that he's going to be in a role where he doesn't he shouldn't have to handle the ball a lot and he can just go out there, work off screens, run around and, and get hopefully open shots. Um, but with that being said, if there's a if there is a a, a a deal that that absolutely opens your championship window and and get, brings us closer to, to more 
like I already think we can we can contend for Eastern Conference Finals. But if you get you have a deal, you 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 trade them, you throw them in. Period. If you get it uh, that brings you closer to the championship, you trade them. No questions asked. No need to ask questions. I can't believe we won, bro. Lost so many people struggled and we won. Absolutely. Um, we did not play a perfect game today by any stretch of the imagination. We played a very sloppy defensive uh, first half, but they were able. The th- the key thing is is that the Bulls were able to turn around that first half, as bad as it was, and still bring it together in the fourth quarter. Bring it together in the fourth quarter. Everybody making winning plays. Everybody contributed to this win. Every player who got on the floor, especially in the se- in the second half, minus Alizé Johnson because he didn't really play in the second half, contributed to the Bulls winning this game. And as they were marching, as the Bulls were taking that lead, right, you, you just felt it. The momentum was building. The excitement was building. The grip was building. You saw Zach and the faces that he was making and the excitement from the bench as that continued to go and they were taking the wind out of out of New York man it was it was the Bulls game to lose at that point Bulls game to lose at that point he got ripped up by Paul Millsap go Bulls great win guys from Australia thank you I love when we get uh uh viewers from overseas I grew up overseas most of my life in Italy and Germany so I understand thank you for staying up and watching the game uh, the Vooch, the video. Oh, yeah, I know. They they told me. They told me. Um, let me know if it's still not too bad. If it gets too bad, please let me know because I'll stop the stream and restart it Um, if I need if need be. If need be. King Demar, Lord of the Fourth. Absolutely. Absolutely. What happened to Caruso? So he tried to go. He played about eight minutes. Um, The hamstring was harping them too bad. It was hurting them too bad. So they just decided to sit him. I don't he didn't like re injure it or anything happened like that. I just think. He wasn't playing out there to the level that he expected of himself. They decided to let him sit, let him rest it, because the Bulls have high aspirations. You want to let your players um, rest. I understand wanting to win this game. Luckily, they were able to anyway, but Caruso needs to rest. And at this point now, let Io. Let's see what we can get from Io. Let's see what we can get from Derrick Jones Jr. starting. Let Caruso rest. Even if you do end up losing a game that you could win with Caruso, let Caruso rest. At this point, we know. We see what we have in this team. If you drop a game or so because you're letting Caruso rest up for the stretch down the run, it's worth it. It's worth it, at least to me. Good win for the Bulls. When guys go down like this, the Bulls have to. The Bulls have more determination to prove they can still win. Absolutely. 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 Uh, exactly. Eight minutes and six points from, from Caruso, who hasn't really been a big-time scorer for this team. Absolutely. Zoe was a beard trap. Listen, uh, first of all, James Harden just was tired. Like, look, he, the, the legs, and somebody pointed that out. Absolutely, the back-to-back probably did get to him. And we know James Harden's playing a lot heavier, it seems like, than what he has at any point. But you still can't take away from what Zoe did to him defensively. Zoe got in that man's head. Zoe got, Zoe's defense was great. It absolutely was great. Zoe's defense is phenomenal. Phenomenal. I really like the way the bench was used. Short spurts of energy. These guys used at the right times. Derrick Jones Jr. earned the extra run and too close to. Yes. Yes. And, and he Derrick Jones Jr. Earned, and he earned the bill. I think especially if Caruso is going to sit. And maybe even if Caruso isn't sitting, if Caruso does come back by the next game, I think at this point, Derrick Jones Jr. has earned the right to be the starting power forward. I would go on to say, and yes, you need the scoring off the bench, but I believe Javante will give you the same thing whether you start. I would go on to say that maybe maybe Derrick Jones Jr. has earned the right to be the starting power forward outright. Let me know what you guys think about that down below. Do you think that Derrick Jones Jr. should be the bull starting four going forward? Let me know what you think about that. Hit that like button. This man is great. Thank you, Joe the Blacksmith. I appreciate you guys so much. We've got 100 people watching this live today, even with the laggy stream. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate it. it. It's my fault I didn't restart my computer. I should have. That's my fault. I meant to. 
It's my fault. Um, just the win we needed. Absolutely. Um, really thought we were going to lose this game when Caruso went out, but this team, man, hey, I listen, and Io is is going to make some rookie mistakes. There are going to be games very much like this that Io is not going to play as well in down the stretch. It's going to happen. But with that being said, how many rookies? Let's look over the course of the league right now. And yeah, okay, outside of the top, the lottery picks, how many rookies are really producing at the level that Io is doing? And the difference with a lot of that is, is that Io is doing it on a team that's winning, right? A lot of the rookies that are producing high level are doing it on teams that are either rebuilding that aren't don't have aspirations to, to that the Bulls do. The fact that Iowa is contributing to what could be an Eastern Conference Finals run and maybe more depending on what happens is huge, man. It's huge. And that again, hats off to AK and Eversley for for drafting him, right? Because they could have easily there were some play, other players like I think even when Iowa was picked there were a couple players that were looked at being the best available above him. But the fact that they draft him, not just because he's from Chicago, those are all added things, and that he's contributing right away at this level is huge, man. It's it's huge. It's huge. Zoe, what Zoe does defensively, and I, and I talk about this every stream. For anyone who watches me consistently, you guys will know. What, what Zoe does defensively is special because he points out what the other team is doing on offense, and he talks to his teammates, and that's what helps us play better team defense. Absolutely. Eight points is not enough as a starting part guard. I expect more. Listen, first of all, all of, it's not about points. We got to stop with with judging players' value based off points. Points are one aspect of the game. Matter of fact, I will go on to say that points are, yes, they're that easy thing to look at as, as what contributes, but if you're a real basketball fan, you know that points aren't the same for every player. For example, Ben Wallace for so long was a great player in the, in the NBA, a valuable player, and didn't really score very much at all. We got to stop trying to say that that to be a starting, you need to score so many points. Look at the team he's on. He's out there with three players who can easily average over 20 points per game. He does not need to score. The eight points that he scored are, are solid. The, what he's averaging is solid because of everything he does defensively, everything he does talking to his teammates. Come on, man. That that That's not. That's, that, that bu that's bullshit to say that about uh, Lonzo Ball. That's bullshit. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna be honest with it. It's bullshit. Zoe doesn't need to score. They have play exactly, exactly. Zoe's IQ is what's what's helping us and what is making him so bad, so good on this team. Not bad. No Kobe White. No Javante Green. No Alex Caruso. Damn, and still won. And still, and Ben scored very well too. Very well. Very well. Derrick Jones Jr. and Iles blocks were simply. Hey, listen. From your mouth to God's ears. I told you number eleven had to take over. <laughs> um. Audio and video is off, but who cares? Bulls crushed it. I appreciate that. I'm sorry that the stream was a little bit off. So uh, this stream, our defense, our defense down the stretch especially was amazing, amazing. Tony Bradley, and this, and that's why I say, if when the Bulls do get a four right, because if they do, the four is probably going to play some center as well, just with how small Billy Donovan's comfortable playing. I really think with Tony Bradley getting those eight to eight to twelve minute spurts of coming in playing great defense. He, he can definitely do that. Definitely do that. Bulls number one. Are we now officially number one team in the East with that win? I think the Nets were one and a half games above us. Um, so, yeah, with us beating them, I think it counts as like two games or something like that. So we probably are. Trey Brown and Tony Bradley was huge. Yes. Bulls are winning the East from your mouth to God's ears. That's all I got to say with that. I wish Miles Turner would. If it was that, if it was that simple, right? You know, you got to think about this contract fitting in a trade. Um, but yeah, Miles Turner would be really good for this team. Really good for this team. Io stepped up and he brought us energy. AC would, and that, and I've been making that comparison for a while now. Is that I really do think 
And I'm not saying that's IO ceiling, right? IO may may have a ceiling higher than that, but that's still a great ceiling to hit. IO learning behind Alex Caruso is probably the best position for him to be on. And Caruso's on a three year deal. He's a it, Caruso isn't that old either. But I, I've talked about before. It's going to be very hard for the Bulls to keep IO just because of how second round picks who outperform do. They don't have that same protection. The Bulls don't have the matching ability that they do with lottery picks or first round picks. So because of that, a team could offer IO a super huge deal that the Bulls just can't match. But again, from Chicago, he may want to stay here. He may take less for to, to stay here. IO IO has some super big potential. Now, potential isn't always realized, but he has great potential. Great potential to be a player in this league for many years to come. P. Will and Kobe for Miles Turner. I'm not, again, we, uh, I'm, I get people are down on P. Will. I'm not ready to give up on 20-year-old Patrick Williams. Leaving Iowa and longer was a great decision, but, and trust it, right? Billy trusts his players. And uh, imagine how the difference would have been had Io came in and, and, and Boylan was the coach. Imagine that. Imagine how untrusted he would have been, how less opportunities he, would, he wouldn't have gotten. And I really do think for as lot of the, the young players that the Bulls drafted, I still believe in some of them, still believe in Gafford. I still even think Laurie can, can put it together to have a career, Wendell as well. But imagine how, how, hurt it, it, how much hurt it did to their career to play behind a dumbass coach who had no idea how to really trust players or how to develop players. Just think about that. Think about that. But yeah, Io came in in the right situation. The fact that Billy trusts him says a lot about him, his readiness, what he does in practice, because clearly he's showing something in practice and everything else. They keep it very close in the fourth quarter happened. Hey, that's and that's what it is in the NBA. You have to you can't you can't get down by big you can get down by big leagues and battle back, but it takes a lot of energy to do that. If you can keep it close and then catch some momentum, anything's possible. Anything's possible. Like one or two seconds behind. All right, thank you for that, Damien. How much more confident are you in the Bulls? I've been confident. I've, I've, I have a whole video where I say that the Bulls can, can make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And because I believe that they can do that, I believe the Bulls can make finals this year. I think that, it, that again, things would have to happen. I'm not saying they should be favored to, but I do think the Bulls can make it. And that's not me just seeing red. That's me looking at how this team plays and how they compete. Philly, we got to figure out something to do with. Uh, we got to figure out something to do with the zone. Um, but if those things are done and those things happen, I definitely think the Bulls can make it to the finals this year, and especially the Eastern Conference Finals. The Green, AC, and Kobe out will be able to work others in and a good thing and get get a good look at them. Absolutely. And that's what I kind of said on the halftime hangout is that with the players are getting opportunities now, players that probably wouldn't have Troy Brown Jr. for one. Alizetti, even though he only got seven minutes getting those, these are players that we haven't really had to take a look at after the first handful of games of the season. And they're showing some promise. Alizé, not as much, but Troy Brown Jr. is showing some. Now, that could just work his trade value up, right? So uh, be on the lookout for that. But, yeah, it is what it is. This game told me everything I needed to know. You can't question the heart and the desire to, uh, to win of this team. Absolutely. This team has heart. This team, and they have the ability. They have the skill. They have the skill. Yes, they have holes, just like every other team. But, listen, you got to respect the Bulls. XXXX says, wow, absolutely great win. Uh, I don't mow with you. Y'all usernames are fucking amazing. You crack me up. Give give us respect. Go Bulls. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's see what else. Let's let me let me get do 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 do. They better start recognizing us. LA NY doesn't matter. Listen, the Bulls have to start getting some and I don't know how it works. I know the Bulls didn't have a lot of nationally televised games on the schedule this season, but I, I think the the NBA can call an audible on some of that. So it'd be surprising. But next year, 
The Bulls are going to be all over national TV next year, all over. And, it, and watch it be surprising how the national conversation of, around the Bulls changes when they have more nas- nationally televised games. Just watch that. I'm calling. Just watch it. That was supposed to be Patrick Williams. What was? I missed it. I, I missed it. Love your always positive vibe. Bro. I appreciate it. I mean, and the thing is, yes, I'm always I try to be positive. I try to talk. But I, but I'm honest. Right. When the Bulls play like shit and I have a live stream, I call them out. I show just as much. When, the, when I, I keep the same energy when the Bulls win or lose. I'm honest in the way that I review the teams uh, and the games that they play. I believe in transparency. I believe the one thing, and, and, you know, some Bulls fans have gotten on me and said, you know, after the Bulls lose, like, oh, you're being a Debbie Downer. But, you know, I, I analyze what happens and what they showed in that game, and I try to be honest with it. That's It's all about integrity for me of this channel. When I decided to start this this project, it had to be, I had to be integral. I had to be honest with what I do and what I cover because we already have enough channels and content creators that do the, um, the, the fake headlines or whatever, the clickbait headlines and videos. I don't do any of that. You notice I don't do the, oh, the bulls are reportedly interested in such and such videos. I don't, I don't do, do those because the integrity of this channel means more to me. That subscription, when you subscribe to Chicago Bulls Central, I want you to, I, I want the people who subscribe to know they're going to get a fan. I'm a fan first and foremost but an honest fan in the way that I review the team. Derrick Jones Jr. definitely deserves a start. Apps, I, hey, give it, a, give it a whirl, especially while Javante Green is out. And then if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. You can always put Caruso back in there when he's healthy. You can always put Javante back in there. Um, but I think he definitely deserves a look at power forward. Do you think DeRozan is the best fourth quarter player there is this season so far? Yes. Ever? No. In the league? This season, yes. I'm going to say that. I'm going to play with safe for that answer. This season, yes, absolutely. Iowa has been great. I think he can be a long-term piece for us. Team as long with Patrick and Zach. Drew Holiday 2.0. The only, uh, uh, and I kind of talked about this early in the stream, the only issue with that is that he was a second-round pick. At the end of his two-year deal, a team can come in and offer him 10, 12, $15 million contract. And with the way that the Bulls' contracts are lined up, right, DeMar's still on contract, um, Caruso will still be on contract. Patrick Williams is up for it, will be up for extension around that time, depending on how he plays. I just don't know if the Bulls financially would be able to keep him if that if he keeps playing at this level. Um, because he doesn't have they don't have the matching ability, uh, like they do. Like don't they don't have that. They also wouldn't have bird rights. So keep that in mind. Only two-year contract. They have early bird rights, but not the full bird rights. Those, those types. The thing that allow that allows teams to keep players and go over the cap are the bird rights and are the um the the matching ability with rookies, right? With p- people coming off their rookie deals if they're first round picks to be to be able to extend them a qualifying offer and match any contract they're offered. They don't have that ability with IO. So if IO keeps playing like this, unless he he just he says I just want to stay in Chicago, but if a team sees potential in IO maybe to be their starting port guard and offers him that 10 to 15 million, it's going to be very hard for the Bulls to keep him. Very, very hard. And I'm just, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer. I don't mean to be pessimistic, but I just want to be honest with that. It could get very expensive and costly and may, the Bulls may be just priced out of keeping IO. Just keep that in mind. He definitely should, thought he was going to start today. I thought uh, Derek Jones Jr. was going to start as well. We play better in close games and can't protect big leads. Is that coaching? Uh, yeah, I think, uh, you know, especially coming out of third quarter cold, it's abs- there's something going on with adjustments, right? I think, I don't know if Billy Donovan is making adjustments as quickly as we need him to in some games, but also, don't forget, the Bulls, sometimes they get they go through these sp- spells where they don't defend well, and they do get open shots, and they don't go down. So it's like a combination of everything. It's some coaching, it's some of the players, 
Um, and some with the refs too. We know the Bulls have been officiated terribly. Let's talk about that play. Um, the 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 two that the Bulls should have got continuations. They should have had and ones, but the refs waved them off. You cannot convince me that the refs aren't point shaving, that they aren't affecting the spreads. There is something. It's been too many questionable calls, right? You usually get the odd questionable call, maybe the minor questionable calls each game, but we're talking about major, major game and momentum changing calls that are that are being officiated in terrible ways in like the last five Bulls games. Since that game where, where Lonzo should have had the four-point play it's and he got called for an offensive foul, it's been like all fucking downhill since then. Something's going on. So, and I, I, I'm a minor conspiracy theorist, but something's going on there. Something's definitely going on. I don't necessarily care about a long playoff wrong. Here's where I care about Zach. Levine has never been to the playoffs. He's never been able to show off his skills under the bright lights. I mean, yeah, but if you get to the playoffs, you want to be able to exceed in the playoffs. Yes, but the thing is, is that if we're talking about a long playoff run, guess what? He's doing all of that. He's getting the opportunity to shine with the bright lights. He's getting the playoff experience, but we're winning. You can get both of those. Those aren't mutually exclusive, but I feel where you're coming from. I.O. Silver, that was a great call. Like I And I love being able to, that I have league pass and I can pick the Bulls commentators on every game because, our, A, our commentator is always going to be great for us, but the, the catchphrases and everything they, they come up with is just amazing. Do you know DeMar is the, the be, best? Yeah, we, talk, we talked about it. We talked about it. Making the playoffs gives Zach the opportunity to showcase his skills on the global scale. This could skyrocket his star. I mean, yeah, we, we know all that. All that's good. This whole season is is doing that. I.O. does have that Drew Hollywood, uh, Drew Holiday game. Yeah, he does. He does. Good way to grind this game out because looking at the box score, you won't think that we won. And that's that's the that's the difference. And that's why box scores don't tell the full story. What the Bulls were able to do this game is playoff. That is that is best. That is one of the best team in the leagues. That's how you play, how you grit out wins, all of that. That's what we want to see. Billy can manage the clock. He can or can't. He can manage the clock. He can manage. Billy can do anything. It's just sometimes his adjustments are questionable for me. We are official, absolutely. Just saying that Lonzo Dagger should have been it, but refs decided to call a foul after Io had already dumped the ball. Shout out to Io. He split for the clutch. Yeah. Io showing some great things this season. Great things, great things. We have two closer ball points are not. I mean, he he needs to be able to score, but not at the level some people try to make it seem like. Like people want to see Lonzo be this eighteen point per per game, ten assists per game player. And you know, if you should want to see, I'm not saying there's a problem wanting that. But when you look at the makeup of the team, it's the team just isn't made up. He's never been on a team where he's had to score a lot for one. But it's just not the makeup of the scene. It just isn't. It just isn't. Imagine locking up Harden and hitting the dagger to seal the victory and someone crying about how many points you score. Exactly. Like, it's funny how, like, like I said, points per game is that easy, right? That, that's that easy way to tell, okay, this is the impact that they had on the game. And I, and I tend, this is not a shot at anyone, but I tend to think that people who only or who hype up and say, well, I want to see them score this many points is because they don't really watch basketball. They watch highlights, they watch maybe some parts of games, and then they go and look at the box score, and that tells them how they should feel about the game. It's more than that. For people who really, really watch basketball, you know it's so many other things that go into it other than just point per game. What what Zoe did on Harden, enough. If he didn't score a single point, what he did and the way that he guarded Harden is enough because of everything else that he does on the floor. This one should be a message to the league and all that. The Bulls are for real, and they hear Stephen A. Listen, I, uh, Stephen A., I, I would love to. Somebody needs to force Stephen A. Smith 
to watch every Bulls. Every Bulls win from so far this season. Bulls hand down, make up for lack of size. Yeah, busy hand, busy hands, make up for lack of size. Absolutely. Busy hands and length, right? Yes, we don't have the size, the height, right? We, sometimes we don't have the size as far as weight, but the Bulls have length. And the one thing that is in basketball is that if you have the length, right, and you're tough, you can defend anyone. And that's what Derrick Jones Jr. is showing. That's what a lot of players on here are showing. Derrick Jones Jr. looking like a starter. Would love to see him at the starting four with his versatility, hustling, rebounding, running the floor with Zach Alonzo would be crazy on the fast for real. That's why I do. I am calling for Derrick Jones. Not that it matters. I'm a small YouTuber, right? Uh, but I would love to see Derrick Jones Jr. get, like I said, while Javante Green's out. I understand why they want to do Earl Caruso. I understand that completely. But even if Caruso is healthy next game, I would love to see the Bulls just go to just starting Derrick Jones Jr. for the majority of this thing and then evaluating the thing with Javante Green and like and even with Derrick Jones Jr. to a degree is that Javante has shown he's going to give you his hustle and his production, whether he's starting or coming off the bench. But I really do think the Bulls could unlock something in Derrick Jones Jr. and in the rotation while they wait on the search for for another four. Um, that's just my opinion. It doesn't mean that it doesn't really mean anything. Right. They they had. There have been plenty of players, current and past, to play on both sides of the ball. Ben Wallace was a center. Incomparable. Please stop making it. No. Okay. All love. I'm going to. It's not about making excuses. It's about evaluating the game, right? And excuse me for anyone else watching this. You can look at the way that the team is, is structured. You're being lazy and saying that you need him to score more when the team has been winning with the way that he's playing and he's been playing amazing defense. No. It's not about making excuses. It's about actually watching basketball and not just the box score. You should probably try it all of. Do we know how long AC may be out for from the hamstring injury? Well, the thing with the hamstring is that it, it's, it's one of, he could play, right? He probably could have toughed it through and played a little bit more today, but he probably felt he was hurting the team more. It's just one of those things that need rest. Um, and so the, the Bulls should give him a rest. I think they should let him, like I said, the next, well, let's see, what's our schedule? So I know we play Denver Monday and then Wednesday. So between then, if he takes those two games off, we're looking at him getting four days of rest. That probably may be what needs to happen. Yes, the Denver game, we would love to have him in. The Cleveland game should be a little bit easier if we don't have him. Um, but if we can get him back by that Miami game so we can beat Miami, that would be great. That would be great. That's my opinion. Zoe on D is so underrated. He clamped Harden. Also, you see how many steals Bull average with Caruso and Zoe on the floor. Absolutely, and that's what I've been saying, that Zoe's contribution, the way that he talks to his teammates, the way that he knows what, the, uh, what other teams doing, the way that, like, look at some of the plays. Like, there are times where the bigs are down low fighting over a rebound, and Zoe literally just comes in there and puts his hand and knocks it loose, and then we get a steal. Zoe's amazing. Zoe's amazing. Zoe's amazing. All right, Beans, let's go. Absolutely. Absolutely. Pat, uh, Pat will. Oh, first of all, shout out to the St. Louis. Uh, for those, I grew up overseas in Italy and Germany. I then lived in St. Louis for about 12 years before I moved here. Um, to I live in Columbus, Ohio now. So first off, shout out to the arch in your in your um your uh, profile pic there, your Avi. But Patrick Williams is going to be great. Just imagine the team was fully healthy. Absolutely, absolutely. How bad is Caruso Hams? It doesn't seem like it's going to be bad. And as far as Kobe White, you, you really don't know with COVID. They have to they have to I think test positive twice I believe before they can come back. So we'll see. We'll see. When Zoe's cold, he. When Zoe is cold, he's cold. Can't do anything about that. He has to shoot out of it. If not, or is, or if if it or not, his defense and playmaking more than makes up for it. Shot shoot out of it or not, his defense. Yeah, so yeah. If Zoe's the thing with Zoe is is that he because of what he does defensively, he's always contributing positively 
to what the Bulls are doing, um, as well as even when he's not shooting, just him being out there in a way that he is great. He, yeah, it's his shot wasn't falling tonight, but his shot it fell when it when it mattered, right? It fell when it mattered. Respect Zoe as a floor general. We don't need his points. Leave the points for exactly, exactly. He will make come back this year. Yeah, what they're saying by the playoffs, right? Maybe earlier if, if he heals early, like yeah, if we can get a, a healthy Patrick Williams for the playoffs, like I said, even if he's Coming off the bench, that is a big move for that. Big move. Have you ever thought of doing a one-on-one interview with Bull Central about the team? How are they doing and thoughts about what they can improve on? You could call it Central Stampede. <laughs> I don't even know if he knows I exist, right? He's such a big channel. What does he have, like, over 10,000 subscribers? He probably doesn't even know I exist. But he's a great content creator, that's for sure. RIP to those who said the Bulls would be 12th. And listen, for those people who are saying that the Bulls would be lucky to make a playing game, that's what I got to say to the people who said that shit. Off topic, but I'm glad to see Stephen A. Nicks underperform. I just love anytime Stephen A. Smith has to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Give us our Christmas game back. Yep, yep, we we deserve it. My grandpa texted me, Bulls lucky win. I told him it's not luck. Great teams find ways to win games. Abs your grandpa should know that, but it's always good when you control the elders, right? Always good. Sometimes we, we beat Showtime, absolutely. Uh, against any team, Bulls in six or seven? That's... I, be I believe the Bulls can beat any team in a seven-game series. Any team. I'm not saying they're going to be favored. I'm not even going to say they're going to. But I believe they can. They have that ability, absolutely. As good as D. Rose was when he first started playing for the Bulls and D. Wade, I feel that Io has the skill level to surpass. Ooh. Jeff is set. That is, that is a heavy statement there. You feel that Io has the ability to, pass, to surpass D. Rose and, and Dwayne Wade? Listen, if you're right, I'm going to bookmark this. I'm going to screenshot this comment again because if you end up being right, bro, I'm going to have to take you out for dinner, man, for sure. Super Chat, thank you. First of all, thank you so much for the Super Chat. Fuck Green Bay, go Bears. I've been being asked to make a Bears channel for basically for like the last month. And I will say, I will probably start covering Bears content at the, at, at, free agent, at the start of free agency of next NFL season. But anyways, that was a floor general. We don't need him to score. We have other players for that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Left gives, let's give props for Alex for playing with that hamstring and giving us six points. We lose without it. <laughs> hey, good point there. I mean, shout, shout out to him to being willing to fight. He knew the importance of this game for him to try to. And also, let's acknowledge for him to say, hey, I'll probably be hurting the team more. I can't go. I'm going to go ahead and sit the rest of the game. Those two acknowledgments and, and efforts just so the type of player that Caruso is and why this Bulls franchise loves him so much. You remind me of my of me and my cousin on the phone talking about the Bulls. That's and that's when I started this channel. My goal was for it to feel like bull, just Bulls fans talking. That's why when you you guys asked for live streams, right? I put the question up. You guys voted eighty percent that you wanted me to start doing live streams, and because of that, that's that's the nature that I want this to be. That's why I talk a little bit about the game to start, just to start the conversation, and then I really it's the conversation between me and you guys watching. And I love doing this. I love doing this. We usually go for about an hour, hour and a half. Great win by the Bulls. Makes up for the Houston loss. Best, best win of the year. Uh, I don't know if I would say the best win of the year. Because there was just something special about that game where Vooch scored 30 and DeMar and, and Levine were both uh, over 20. There was just something special about the way that the offense and everything flowed. But, the, well, considering all the adversity, actually, let me backtrack on that. Considering everything that went into this game, like us and who we're missing, this probably absolutely was the best one in the season. And the Nets were the number one team in the East at coming into this game. So, no, I take that back. You're absolutely right. Y'all hit the, I appreciate you. Juju knows hoops. That's my brother there, man. Y'all go and follow Juju, man. Go and follow Juju. That's my brother. Uh, 
What piece do you think the Bulls are missing? I, I've talked about this heavily and extensively. Uh, the Bulls, they don't need a superstar at the four. They don't even really need a score at the four. They need someone who can block shots, rebound, hustle, um, and can hit open shots. Because as we see, especially when, when DeMar, um, when DeMar, Levine, and Vooch are going, there are so many open shots for the other players that are on the floor. So we need somebody who has the ability to open shots. We really need Javante Green to be able to grow uh, like three inches while he's out with COVID, and then it would be the perfect player. Perfect player. Uh, seems like Billy trying to get Brown's trade value up because every time he's out there, he shows us fans why he's bitch. Well, he had some good stretches in this game. Let's let's not completely act. He had a, a positive plus minus in a game where most of the start, all the starters didn't have positive plus minuses. Troy Brown has shown some things and he has some skill. I just don't know if maybe we're not the right team to maximize on it. He's not a horrible player. I can completely see it if he gets on the right team or maybe it just takes some years for him to build up as my dog just makes too much noise as he builds up his confidence and everything, but Troy Brown has some potential out there for sure. Part of the tampering punishment is for the refs to officiate blindfolded. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't be surprised if the NBA was like, hey, we couldn't really find anything. We took a second round pick, make it a little tough on them for about 10 games or so. The adaptation by DeMar to pass his O after he scored so many points in the fourth shows you his IQ. Instead of being selfish, he baited Neffs perfectly for the Zoe dagger. And this that happens a lot on this team. That happens a lot. And Zoe that's why we trust him in the fourth quarter. That's why he's the king of the fourth so far in the NBA this season. Absolutely, because he's a smart and intelligent veteran who knows how to get points on the board, whether it's him getting to the line, whether it's pump fakes, um, whether it's getting his, his other teammates open, whether it's, and he hits threes uh, as well in clutch sometimes. So DeMar, is he is such an underrated pick, right? And he may very well win Acme the uh, executive of the year this year because people were so down on him when he initially came to this team. Watching from Jamaica, shout out, shout out to my brethren in Jamaica. Great win tonight. Absolutely, absolutely. We won taking 25 less shots. Really, I haven't I didn't look at that part. We took 25 less shots than the Nets. And don't forget, this, they killed us on second chance points. If they would have won this game, it would have been because of their ability to get second chance points. The rebounding battle, the Bulls had 47 rebounds to the Nets, 55 rebounds. We got out-rebounded by almost double digits. That is usually going to be a tough game for any team to win, much less when you're turning the ball over and they're actually converting that into second those rebounds into second chance points for the other team. Um, like I said, James Harden, 21 shots for 14 points. Kevin Durant, 26 shots to get 28 points. That is how you want to defend when superstars when you're playing against them. That's almost the perfect way to guard them and what you want to see when you look at it. Central Stampede would be dope. It's definitely a dope idea. But like I said, I doubt that man knows I exist because he has such a big channel. Uh, the trust from DeMar to give Zoe the dagger when Zoe had been struggling all night shows you how tight this team is. Absolutely. This team is building camaraderie. They trust each other. They have fun out there. When you even look at like how they are on the bench and how excited they get when um, Levine's on the bench and he sees DeMar or Zoe make a good play, how excited Zoe gets and how it, this team just has come together so quickly and they're playing greater probably than the sum of their parts, especially defensively. Other than the two failed fast break plays that got me real frustrated. Yeah, he, he played solid, right? He's not you don't look for him to do a lot, but he did great things in the time that he was out there. Great things. Bull fans need to stop overreacting. People, his offense game is not existing. He has mid-range games that he never uses, doesn't want to shoot, and isn't assertive enough. First of all, it's not overrating. Again, this is another ex example of somebody looking for the quick, easy. Yes, P-Will's offense, but guess what? We have the luxury of not need. We don't need P-Will's offense right now. We are at the point where he has the luxury of developing and refining his offense 
for the next three to four years, right? Three years, two to three years is what you want to see. Um, and slowly build that up, right? He doesn't have to be a scorer. He doesn't have to do all that. Now, the assertiveness, you do, especially when he gets open shots, he passes away. You do want to see him work on the assertiveness. He's 20 years old, 20, right? Out there playing with a player like DeMar DeRozan, who's been great for his career, a player like Zach Levine, a player like Vooch. He's 20 years old. Give give him some time. It's not over. It's not overrating him. He's a he's a great defensive player with a high potential. Now potential isn't always realized, but it's not overrating. He doesn't need to be an offensive dominant player right now. We don't need that. And it's funny that so many people talk about how good Javante Javante Green isn't nearly. Now he does have more assertiveness. We want to see P will get that, but he doesn't have to score a lot at all. Bulls balls out. What's up, bro? What's going on? Demar hit big mid range all night. Look, DeMar embarrasses people out there. That spin move that he, and he has a lot of different variations to it, but that spin, that up and under spin combination and then shoots it, and every time he does it, I'm like, damn, was he even able to see the basket? And it, like, goes in nothing but net. DeMar DeRozan, is DeMar DeRozan the best mid-range player in the NBA? That's a question. Let me know what you guys think about that. I really like that they're staying aggressive with their hands. Absolutely. Heads up, playing great ball, uh, everything there. DeMar's become my favorite player of the season. Too silky. Every time he has he hits a mid-range shot, I'm amazed. Listen, DeMar's out there to prove that. I think really think that DeMar being uh, called the most overrated offseason pickup really made him come into the season like, all right, y'all think y'all already got me with the Kawhi thing, right? The, the Kawhi thing after the Raptors, blaming the Raptors not being able to get over the hump on DeMar, I think really got to him, right? And he was able to refine his game in, in San Antonio. Then he joins a team, and they're like, oh, he's the most overrated. He's washed up. Nobody wanted him. And he's like, all right, listen, I gave you all the Kawhi thing. He was a better player than me. They won a title. Okay. But y'all, y'all saying that I was the most overrated pickup? I got something for y'all asses this season. That's what I what I choose to believe. I'm somebody who always has a chip on my shoulder, so I, so I understand. Yeah, Zoe didn't play well, but his defense is what makes him key to our success. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, how can I contact you? Email. The email is bullscentralpod at gmo.com. That's bullscentralpod at gmo.com. I don't have like a graphic prepared for me to bring up uh, here. I need to refine like my, my live stream game. You can tell DeRozan just wanted to be aggressive because he knew the team wanted that. Absolutely, absolutely. Levine loves that deep step back three, and he hits it. Right, I think one they made fun of me because in one video I was like, he hit that shit from from Steph Point, uh, Steph Curry range, and people were like, is that what we're calling it, bro? But absolutely, that's that's what it is. That's what it is. I O better than D D Rose D Way. Hell no, man. Listen, hey, I get people again, and then if if I O has like a bad couple of games, oh, he's just a second round pick. He, I can't believe anybody thought he was gonna be more than that. You know, fans overreact. Their fans are already making excuses for the team. Hey, it happens. It happens. Go fucking Bears. Go that shit up, bro. Listen, I, I love the Bears. I absolutely love the Chicago Bears. I've that I've rooted for them forever, but they stress me the fuck out. They, my beard is going to be gray after I start the Bears content. I, I guarantee you, half gray by the end of the first season, I'm covering the Bears. Just watch. Don't start a Bears channel. You don't want to go through that pain. Listen, bro, I love the Bears, man, but. Yeah, the beard is definitely going to be great. I am going to skip. I apologize. I'm going to skip some of you guys' comments just because uh, I want to catch up and get more recent. I've let myself get behind. We This is one of the biggest streams that we've done, so I do apologize. I want to get kind of more current. Um, let, let me go to this one. D greatest, would you sacrifice Kobe's future for a big man in the trade? Because I think this group can win now, to be honest. if It depends on who they get. Um, if needed. If the team just says, hey, 
if they have the perfect piece for us and they say, Kobe, we don't start the conversation unless Kobe's on the deal, then you have to make that deal. Only thing I could push back on the, on the Bulls fans are they think that the only way the Bulls can improve the four is by trading Kobe. That's what I've pushed back on. But if it's the perfect deal, you got to do it. You got to do it at this point because the Bulls are ready to win a title. And you kind of, if, if, if they can make the deal to, that, that opens that window up this season, you have to make it. And the only reason why I say that, and this is to knock on wood, this is not to say it's going to happen, but don't forget, DeMar could start taking a step back the longer he's on this contract, right? And because of that, you want to start getting prepared for if he does regress. At his age, it starts happening soon. Um, but he's, he's, again, with the way DeMar plays, especially in the mid-range, and he doesn't, he, he's very athletic, but his game isn't relying on athleticism. DeMar can play like this for, for quite a while, but I'm just saying if, if, worst case scenario again. Love how people saying DeMar has a resurgence in his career. He's been all-star caliber every season, and now he's taking more shots with the same efficiently all-star starter. Yeah, I think you, at this point, Levine and DeMar absolutely have to be all-stars. Absolutely. I, I, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Greetings from the Bulls Connect Facebook group. Love your content. Keep it up, C-Red. I appreciate you, bro. Um, yeah, uh, I'm, in, I'm in a lot of Bulls content Facebook groups um, because I was in them before I started the podcast. But now that I'm, I have this, I'm like, I might as well promote it in there because I love talking Bulls. Look at our remaining games for December. If we keep up our momentum, we can go either 10-11-0 max or 8-3 minimum. You don't want to say minimum just because of things with players being out and stuff, but, you know, it is what it is. Let's see. Uh, remember when people called DeRozan overpaid? Yes. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? And now he's leading the league in fourth quarter. point. And then, like, the Bulls are, like, ninth in, like, clutch possessions or something like that, I read. Um this is really the realest thing I've heard in a minute. What's that? I I kind of I skipped ahead. If I missed something, I apologize. I don't know what they comments to. Are we not going to talk about Zoe lockdown? We talked about that. We talked about Zoe's lockdown defense and stuff. I think that's how I started the stream is talking about how he played on Harden. Um. So yeah, we've talked about that, and it absolutely was lockdown and great D and great D Raptors fan here. Love DeRozan. Hope he gets a ring. Hey, from your mouth to God's ears. Do we trade Pat? No, no, no. We don't trade Pat. We don't trade Pat. Bulls for life. What's up, bro? What's going on? What's going on? You know, one thing that I will say, right, is that I get why why so many people are asking about trading Pat. Um, but I really do think like we didn't see the the version of Pat that we got last season. Let's let's take a look at what uh, let's we could talk about this from for, for a little while while we build up more questions. Patrick Williams went from playing on a wing to the four, which is already a step in a change in who you're defending. And he had to do that because DeMar can't guard fours and, you know, what, what happened. So we went from guarding the, the usually the other team's best perimeter player to now he's guarding big men. That is a huge step, especially for a 20-year-old, to come into the season with your first major injury, then to keep getting nagging injuries after that. It, 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 it definitely hurt him to start the season. We didn't get to see the, the, the defensive confidence that we saw in Patrick Williams. Now, it's funny because I felt like the game that he went out was probably the most that he started showing aggression with shooting open shots and stuff like that. So I think it was coming around. Um, but let's keep in mind just the fact that a 19-year-old, that's what he was doing at the time, was guarding very often the, the other team's best perimeter player. You don't give up on that potential. Even if he ends up just being a great defensive player who only gets – nine points per game or something like that that's still worth keeping throughout his rookie deal to see just to see how he continues to develop that's my opinion i'm not saying everybody should, should share that opinion but that is my opinion do 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 
It's not looking like the Port- Portland is making the playoffs. So do we need to trade that pick? I mean, if you can get if you, the only thing is is like, well, it's 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 lottery protected either way. But we trust that AK can do something with any pick, right? That he picks. Um, it just depends. It's a it's an asset. There's other teams that probably will want it. If that's what you need to do to to solidify a championship run, you fucking do it. Period. Do you see those bulls in your front yard? I guarantee you, people from Chicago are going to start using this. <laughs> oh man. Ah, who should replace Patrick Williams long term if he's traded? Ah, I'm not getting into that conversation. Not getting into that. Why do people keep suggesting the man has seven foot wingspan and would help us in the playoffs, especially in the lineup with Lonzo? Absolutely, absolutely. Like, and again, because of the offensive efficiency of all other four starters, right? Because again, what Zoe does with shooting, Patrick Williams is almost the perfect player to play that, right? To play in that, he is, and then he can learn from Demar. Eventually, probably when as Demar is leaving. Uh, Patrick Williams will move back to the three or something like that. You don't give up on that. You don't give up on that. In my opinion, again, my opinion, my opinion. I might have missed it, but following uh, Zach career from 2014, dude has matured, man, just want to win big time. Zach Levine has turned himself, if you look, from being this the athletic dunker, right, to the complete play. Zach Levine may be the most complete offensive, I mean, sorry, the most complete shooting guard in the league. Now with with what he his improvement on defense, he may be the most complete. And he, the thing is, he's still young. What is Zach Levine? Twenty six years old, and not that he's going to like make any more huge leaps, but as he just adds and, and the game continues to get easier for him, and he just adds little things to his game, little refinements. Zach is going to be great for a long time to come. A long time to come, and hopefully do that in the Bulls jersey. Pat will just out of sight, out of mind. No way I'm trading him. He got hurt exactly. Exactly. You're not trade. You don't train that potential. Chicago needs something historical to happen for the city, and I believe this team can do it. I mean, the thing is, is keep in mind this is Chicago. Even if the Bulls go on a, a, a deep playoff run and and play hard and get eliminated, that's going to be so big for this. And imagine the excitement coming in. Just look at the excitement this season before we knew what we had. The excitement next season is going to be crazy. People saying trade P will like he don't have potential to be just as good, if not a little bit better than Zach and Demar. I mean, we need to to say that we do need to start seeing offense from him at some point. But what he's he has the potential to be a transcendent defensive player. You don't give up that potential for anything. If he can add, if Pat Williams can even add, like I said, 10, 12, 12 to 15 points per game to what he can do defensively. That's not a player that you give up. That's not a player that you give up. That might become a good player, but I don't see a star. Yeah, I can agree with that. I can agree with that. He has potential to be a star, but again, potential isn't always hit. It's not always realized. Patrick Williams has so much potential. Hell no, I don't trade him. again. But again, it depends on what the trade is for. For example, I hate throwing these hypotheticals. This is why I don't do these type of videos because I hate thinking about this. But let me just say, if a superstar power for a young, fairly young, let's say player that that's that's um, around the same age as Zach Levine, a super, I don't know who that is, superstar power forward, and they say a first round, two first round picks, Patrick Williams and and a future first as well get get you this player. You probably do it because that that if if they're already a star or superstar, you probably do it because you're ready to win now. But I'm not saying that you should aim to do that. I'm just saying if that deal comes along, you have to you have to answer that call and take a look. But Patrick, I, I would not be making any calls out to try to get rid of Patrick Williams. Zach isn't even in his prime. That's what's so scary, right? That is what's so scary about this team. So scary. You're just going to keep leaving this comment, bro. I usually don't do this, but 
you've been on my channel for so long and I see you keep leaving this comment. So I'm going to, I'm going to leave. Zach loves that deep step back three. Yes, he does love the deep step back three. Now don't leave that goddamn comment anymore, bro. <laughs> I mean that all in fun, bro. What the keys uh, to beating nuggets on Monday keys to every, the keys to every, every bulls game are pretty much going to be the same play hard, uh, move the ball around on offense, stay focused on defense. Um, don't try to do too much. And at, at the end of the day, it's going to probably be letting Joker go off and making everyone else beat you. That's going to be the key. That's going to be the key. I know that San Antonio just won four in a row, including Golden State. Is there any possibility that they buy out? Again, if they buy out Thad, he can't come here. So Thad would have to get traded to another team and that team buy him out for the Bulls to be able to sign him. Because the Bulls traded him to San Antonio, if they buy him out, the Bulls cannot sign him. They cannot sign. P. Will will never be an all-star. I'm calling it now. Trade him again. Just because he's never an all-star doesn't mean that he's still not a, a, a great player to a to to the team, right? It depends on the makeup of the team. So again, come on. And it, him and Kobe doesn't and the first don't get you Christian Wood. Again, Kobe's trade value is at an all-time low. Patrick Williams' trade value is probably unless the Houston Rockets just see the uh, 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 see Patrick Williams and Kobe as key pieces to the rebuild. That's not going to get you in the door for Christian Wood. So try try again. Go back to the drawing board. Come back with a better deal. Need to extend. I mean, clearly, this whole season, this whole makeup of the team is all about getting Zach Levine extended. And probably going to do it. Christian Wood is a bad defender. I think both Pat Will and Lonzo need to learn from DeMar so that when DeMar's time is over, you can have multiple players that can help Levine putting out the same production as DeMar. And his, I mean, that's happening. You see, you see the impact that DeMar is having on Zach Levine. You see that. You see that as far as Zoe, again, Zoe has scoring capabilities, just not his role in this team. If DeMar does go away for anything and if needed, we know that he probably has that potential. Who do we trade for? Nobody, because Thompson is probably going to be bought out and you just wait to get him on the buyout market. If that's your guy, you probably just wait for that. All right. Last question. Does the Bulls have two first round picks for the next draft? Who's your? The Bulls have their own first round pick and possibly Port, uh, Portland's pick. If Portland, it's lottery protected. So if Portland makes the playoffs, we get it. If they don't make the playoffs, we don't get it. It's as simple as that. That's it's the easiest protection to determine. Either they make the playoffs and we get the pick, or they don't make the playoffs, we don't get the pick. That's it. That's it. But all right, that's it. I went I went ten minutes longer than I said I was going to when I said I was only going to go seven minutes. So that's it um, for me tonight. I appreciate you guys so much. We just passed midnight. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Make sure you're subscribed. Everyone go and subscribe to the channel. I will be doing these live streams very often. So please go and subscribe to the channel. I can't stress enough and tell you guys enough how important it is for you guys to subscribe to the channel for us to continue growing. We just passed 1800 subscribers like two days ago. And then I think we got like another 40 subscribers since then. So keep uh, doing it. I appreciate these, um, these streams. I appreciate you guys. Hopefully you guys had a good time. And it it makes you uh come back for the next stream. Um, I should be able. The next game we play is Monday, right? I will not be able to do a live stream after the game Monday. So I will let you know that right now. So the Bulls' next game against Denver, I will not be able to do a live stream for. Um, but the game against Cleveland, I will be doing a live stream afterwards. The game against Cleveland and the game against Miami next week, I'll be doing those two live streams. But for Denver, unfortunately, I won't be doing a live stream um for that game. But that's it. That's my time. Make sure you are uh, subscribed. If you want to send me any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, it's bullcentralpod at gmail.com. We also have a voicemail that I don't always remember, but it should be in the description um, of this video. The voicemail is 773-270-2799. If you want to leave a voicemail, I'll play it on uh, the following show. 
Um, but that's it for me. Uh, like I like to end every video on, every episode on. Go Bulls. I love you guys. Peace. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.